Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his clothes became dazzling white, such as no fuller on earth could bleach them. Then Elijah appeared to them along with Moses, and they were conversing with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus in reply, Rabbi, it is good that we are here. Let us make three tents, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He hardly knew what to say. They were so terrified. Then a cloud came, casting a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, looking around, they no longer saw anyone but Jesus alone with them. As they were coming down from the mountain, he charged them not to relate what they had seen to anyone, except when the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what rising from the dead meant. Then they asked him, Why do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? He told them, Elijah will indeed come first and restore all things. Yet how is it written regarding the Son of Man that he must suffer greatly and be treated with contempt? But I tell you that Elijah has come, and they did to him whatever they pleased, as it is written of him. The Gospel of the Lord. It's always more that we miss out on. That was basically the key idea this week. We miss out on a lot of love from God as we wander about or fail to see it in the heart of a brother or sister. We miss out on many beautiful things due to our forgetfulness because we comply with what is strictly necessary and skimp on love, failing to realize that free, willingly given love is what will give us what we need and what will lead us to give our lives for something that's really worth it. I'd like to invite you to go over this week on your own. Today's glimpses of the gospel can help us to round off the beautiful topics we've been meditating on and praying with these days. Those special moments on our own Mount Tabor, just as experienced by Peter, James, and John, are very few in life. They are unique, and they become the cornerstone for each work and each situation, no matter how hard, to become an experience with Jesus. Nothing, absolutely nothing in human life can fail to become an experience of God. That's why we can't live in the past, of past transfigurations. We have to love the present and launch into the future. That's what Jesus chose for us. We can't live off of what we once experienced, wanting it to happen again each day, believing that it was only then when we felt Jesus there. That's not true love. True love is able to live on in the absence of light and solace. Obviously, it's natural that when Jesus transfigures himself for us, when he reveals himself to us in that way so clearly, we wish we could stay with him 
and only with him forever. It's natural, but it's not what he wants. We need everyday life, everyday simple and hidden love. You and I, you and your family, you at work, you in your ministry, you in your group, and I in my priesthood. We all need the present, the Jesus of the present, the Jesus who will always come, the one who is always there, right now, at this very moment, and always sustains us and comforts us, and the Jesus who will come, the one who will surprise us when we dare to love day after day. Everyday transfigurations are beautiful too. When Jesus reveals himself to us and our neighbors, such as when a homeless person who's living under a bridge, because they've been discarded and left aside, without a chance, by this greedy consumer of society, tells you something like this, Father, I can't blame God for being like this. This is my fault. In the meantime, many of us blame God for all of our evils. It's a small tabor when someone like Joseph, a man who's sleeping under his one blanket on the pavement, takes out a Bible from his one bag to read a line of the Word of God in order to pray to God to uproot the resentment in his heart because that was the worst, what hurt him the most. Not to pray for anything material, nothing at all. In the meantime, we probably keep a Bible gathering dust in a drawer. It's a beautiful transfiguration when a man like Moses, who's also homeless, after a heart-to-heart talk, ends up embracing me in tears and telling me, I love you, brother. And then, laughing, helps me to respond, I love you, without any possible embarrassment. Because it was odd for two men to be saying the phrase, and to realize that after all, that's what Jesus asked of all of us, to love each other. Just as simple as that. Those are the small tabors that keep our everyday lives going. Not just that moment in the past that you'd always love to go back to. Those and many others that you'll know are moments of grace that we need to learn to receive and embrace every day. Letting Jesus surprise us when we decide to follow him with love. May we have a good day and may the blessing of our merciful God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.